and hello <laughs> and welcome to another episode of What's Your Flavor. This is the eighth episode of season three. Yes, it is. Um, so what's up, mommy? How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm okay. That's nice. Uh, so, what? Well, wait, before we start, always start. <laughs> you know, what food item are you today? Um. What am I? Wow. I'm butter chicken and coconut rice. Okay, all right. I like I like that. Uh, combo. I do too. Yeah, I like that combo. Mm-hmm. I am today. I feel like I'm a beef fillet. <laughs> Why are yeah, you a beef fillet today? Uh, I I don't think your cows are gonna be very happy. It's with okay. You. My cows are. We have understanding. <laughs> so yeah. Um. No, cause I'm remembering the beef fillet I had at Tortuga Island. I think I mentioned the place, right? Yes. And. It's your second time. If you mention them again, they're going to have to pay you. <laughs> they should. Okay. Good. A lot of places have to pay us. Yeah. A lot. This is we not a, a shameless plug. Um, you want so yeah. sponsorship, you. Uh, yeah, yeah we, need, we need money, Charlie. You guys, if you're listening to us, um, <laughs> we've been making the passionate pleas. You just. Y'all look, just don't listen. You just have to find us on uh, Instagram. What's your flavor? Um, you can find me and mommy on Twitter, IG. Mm-hmm. I'm only the homie. She's my mistress. Yeah, you just be like, hey, I feel like giving you guys some money. <laughs> we have Momo. We have bank account. We, want, we have ways we to get to money. We want to sponsor an um, episode. And then we can do commercials. Yeah. Not even that. If you feel from the like from your heart that these two are spoiling them for <laughs> us. You know, they're giving us content. We should pay you money. Please, we're always ready. Um, if you're abroad, you can use World Remit. <laughs> So yeah. Um. Anyways, before I wanted to start. Um. So I went to Sai Wine and Champagne Cafe recently. Yeah, right? I saw. Uh, last week Saturday, and I was kind of disappointed with them. Why? See, so normal when I don't know. So when they were in Laboni, you know, this should be a Laboni Vida Cafe. Before now, they shifted to um Nyaiba side. Mm-hmm. When they were at uh, Laboni, they were really. Wait, where is this again? Sai Wine and Champagne right, right, Cafe. Right, right. You've been there before. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah I even so, you I've have, been at least at, like four times. At least the one in Laboni had a video of you playing all the time. Because they did some. <laughs> wow. They did some event and then you were there in the oh event. Oh my god. I think gosh, you went for a wine only. tasting or something. No, it was like um, a liquor tasting. I think it was Remy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Remy, and yeah. they kept showing the video, and it's like mommy's, and I was like, yeah, I see mommy over there. <laughs> And Thank God none of you know what I look like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. no, but awfully you've been open with how you look. So I mean, if that was like five months ago. Yeah. Everyone's forgotten. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I went there on Saturday and I was like, um, so we did, my friends were like, they want to try the place. The place looks nice. And now then, Akua Jenny on side. And obviously the drinks are good because you know it's wine why. cafe. You mm-hmm. know, and you can't um, go wrong with yeah. wine. The food was not very good. What and did you get? I got honey glazed chicken wings, and to, it's it felt like they fried the chicken and then they just like dipped it in honey. Like, it was not good. Yeah. Uh, my friends got um, my friend got the shrimp pasta, yeah, and they literally was fire. It was not fire. There, oh they, no! They they gave her three pieces of shrimp. So she asked Ooh. the waitress that why are you giving me three pieces of shrimp. And she's like, that's how we make it. And I'm like, yo. That is not how they make it. They were very generous with me the last time I was there. And wait, wait, the last time you were there, was it at the new one or the old place? The new one. Interesting. And then. And I've been there. I've been there like four times. Sorry. 
And each time I've been, I've eaten. And it's been good. And right? it's been good. All the past times I've been there has been great. So I don't know why that day. Maybe I don't they know were if just having a bad day. Probably. Or I don't know if we were like, when we got there, we were literally the only people there. Mm-hmm. So maybe. They weren't ready for y'all. Something. <laughs> and we went there in the evening. Like, yeah. so like, we went on like 6.30. So I don't even think we were like too late or something. And then we had, my friends had the, the ribs and they were like, it was nothing home to write about. And I was kind of like disappointed. I'm like, so hey, Saiwan and Champagne Cafe, if, <laughs> please improve because, you know, we, we like you guys a lot. We like your place a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people who came for the first time and had food there, they were very disappointed. So I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, you know. I feel that. Uh, so, yeah. Um, anyways, moving on. Mm. Um, for the first time, I think, ever in the history of What's Your Flavor? <laughs> Um, we had a somebody move to us. So yeah, we, had, sure. we opened our DMs one day, and we had a message from a company called Healthy 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 Treats Ghana. I don't know why I was fumbling over that. <laughs> and they were like, basically, they're a big fan of our podcast. Um, they like what me and mommy are doing, and they wanted to know if they could come on as a guest. Now, normally that doesn't that never normally happens because mommy and I are the ones who always go and have to find guests and you know bring them on, which is not it's not a problem, but it's like you know we have to go. It's and a f- problem. <laughs> we have to go and f- do all the hard work and be like, does this guest fit in? And then you know the guests also have their timings, and it's always a big like clusterfuck to put in like normal words. Right? It's always a clusterfuck to get people on, and not because you know maybe I have some something happening with mommy has something happening with the guest has something but somehow we always make it work so this is the first time that a guest actually moved to us and it was like hey they want to be a part of the podcast like just come and feature on an episode is that possible and i'm like yes so also to all future listeners all our listeners there so if you have something to do with the world of food and you'd like to come on you can always hit up the account on ig or you can message us on twitter there's a twitter page as well or me and mommy individually we are always down to have people on board and with that being said, hello, Paulina. How are you? Hi, me. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, uh, all right. First, introduce yourself. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I mean, since you've like you know you decided to message us, give us let, let us know. Actually, I want to ask why did you want to come on the podcast? All right, go. Cool. It has to do with food. Okay. I I don't maybe I don't look so much like a foodie, but. I like food. Mm-hmm. There's not much I can eat, <laughs> but I like food. Okay. Yeah, I like knowing there's food and I like seeing a lot of food. Mm. And sometimes that's enough satisfaction. It's, it's weird, isn't it? But so that's it. And then I listen to the podcast and you're talking about this food, this restaurant. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, so this is here. If I want this, I have an opinion on this food. I have an opinion on that food. So like, I was like, okay. Why not? That's really cool. Yeah, I, f- I feel <laughs> I like that. Also, you DM'd us not from your private account, but you DM'd us from your company account, which is called Healthy Treats. Yes. Granola. True. All right. So, first of all, why granola? Seeing as that you know we have there are already different options for granola. Yes. All right. So why granola in the first place? Oatmeal. All right. Oatmeal is healthy, mm-hmm. and with granola, you can tweak it in different ways, have it with different things, mm-hmm. still being healthy. So, so that was it for me. I can eat oatmeal like in the morning, and I'm good for the day. Mm. The whole day? Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about like the texture of oatmeal? <laughs> because I feel like... 
oats in itself is really filling so yes. it, it makes for a really good breakfast but yes. i cannot get past the texture it's so mushy for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and i i like mushy cereal but i don't like mushy oats yeah. and then i also don't like clumpy i just i don't like oats unless like i think maybe the what I'm gonna do is like try and grind the grains finely and then like turn that into a porridge and see how I feel about that because right now as it stands the texture of oatmeal is very difficult for me Mm. to like do but that's why I like granola because it's crunchy, it has texture, and it also has better flavor than <laughs> oats. And the regular oats. It, it, has, it tastes much, much better than regular oats. So it's always, like, really cool to um, see the types of things that you can even do with granola, like putting it on yogurt or even putting it back in the oats that is so hard to eat or True. putting it in a smoothie, True. turning it into milk, which is one of my favorite milks. Oh, and there's granola bars. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I, I think that's really cool that you're, like, into, into granola. Like, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and then also very pro-healthy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The thing about oatmeal for me is that I can eat it, but anytime my mom is like, we're having oats. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it, I was, we tend to have a Monday because mm. over the weekend, you know, I tend to eat out. And, you know, like, we eat very, like, a lot of junk food. So you eat well. <laughs> yeah. So then Monday is more like, my mom also makes it because it kind of, like, cools the stomach down, I guess. You know, it's not too heavy on the stomach and you're starting the it's week, you're starting the yeah. day. So then she always does that. And I'm always complaining, but I'm like, you know, it's a Monday. So anyway, my favorite day of the week. So I'll just have this. Mm-hmm. Not that oatmeal is bad, but I feel like I agree with mommy on the sense that it's the texture that, you know, it puts me off. Mm. And... um. On its own, it's fine, but I just, I don't know. I think when I was a kid, I just really like it a lot, but a, a lot. But all of a sudden, when I was, I'm an adult now, it's like, you know, I just have some <laughs> problem with it. Because your taste buds <laughs> have evolved. Uh, uh, yes. As a child, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. So how has the business been so far? Like, how has it been like selling granola here in Ghana off IG? Do you have a shop somewhere or do you sell no, it? No, I, I don't have a shop. So now I make, I make the sales from like whatsapp status mm-hmm. then the um, engagements on facebook like social media right. that's about it for now yes for now yes right. do you have plans to open like a small store and also i assume that when people want to buy it off you you do deliveries or like you know yes you send it by delivery right and then you yes. pay for it yes right. yes right. yes but in future are you looking to you know start like a shop or something where people, or do you plan to stock it in other places that, so that, that I think is that is a better option yes. than opening your own shop. Opening the yeah. shop. Opening the shop is not a bad idea, but then it would have to do with getting people there all the time, time to yeah. to justify do, the rent. Exactly. Yeah. But if you distribute to other existing stores, that makes sense. So are you are you doing that already or are you planning to do that? I plan on doing that yeah. all right. before the year ends. And how recent is this brand or how old or new is this brand? Old would be just a year. So you started last year? Yes. So lockdown, everybody was trying to wall away the time mm-hmm. or get busy or get something doing to keep them active. Mm-hmm. And fortunately or unfortunately, I had to still go to work. So okay. I just... And then sometimes you go to the shop. I go to the shop to buy granola 
and there are stuff in it that I can't eat, which made it difficult for me to actually get what I wanted Mm -hmm. every now and then. Mm -hmm. So one time I I said to myself, why don't I just make this thing and then eat it? So that's what started it. I ate it, or I made the first batch, and then I gave some to a friend. And he's like, oh, how much is it? I'm like, okay. From the top of my head, (laughs) I just mentioned the price. And then I give it to him, go to work. I check his WhatsApp status, and he's put my my IG name on it, and then said, anybody who wants it can just contact this person. I was like, wow. Then I got a, a couple other friends coming on board. Then... That's how far I've come. Shout out to that friend. Yeah, I know. That's a good friend. Exactly. You don't have to tell him that. No. That's good. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a good friend. So I have to mention him every time. And like he did it, he was like, oh, really? I'm like, yes. Because if he hadn't done that, I wouldn't have been thought about it. Is it difficult to make granola? Or did you just go online and, or did you have an idea of how to make it already? Or you went online, you're like, okay, this is how you make granola. Let me just try it. So from what I, I was buying, mm-hmm. I look at the ingredients and all that. And then, like I said, because it has something in it that I can't eat, mm-hmm. I try to tweak it a bit to see if I can come up with the same thing or mm-hmm. a similar thing that mm-hmm. is good for me. Right. Then I was like, okay, I wasn't getting this right. Let me go online and then find out if I can get something close to what I've been trying to do. Right. And then that's what happens. So a bit of everything. That's cool. Um, has okay opening a business in a pandemic Hmm. (laughs) um, a lot of people have actually done that because like you said the lockdown and one of the things mommy and I also discussed I think in previous episodes was that a lot of people started food businesses or because they realized that you know they were good at making things so why not you know whilst everybody's at home best opportunities to that whilst everybody's online whilst they're at home and some people have managed to strike success um, the number of restaurants that have opened up in town during this time has actually been crazy <laughs> because yeah. you'd assume a pandemic would stop it, but it's actually been the opposite, I feel like. Because the number of food places that keep opening up on a daily from you know high level to mid-scale to low level, all have opened. True. So opening a business in a pandemic, um, was it difficult for you to do that? Considering, you know, we are in a pandemic and like there's so many supply chain issues that are, are happening, exactly. if not even in Ghana, across the world. Actually. Yes, yes. Because a lot of things are still in shortage so many people are not able to buy things even till now just because they are not able to get the end product or like the sorry the basic product to make the end product yeah like sure it, it it is true it, it has been an issue it, it still is an issue actually because you still order stuff and then it takes longer than it's supposed to mm-hmm. you you try getting this and oh we have this today we don't have it you come the next time you don't have it anymore in stock so you have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait a while, and then you have to, while waiting, you have to find other sources mm-hmm. of the ingredients and stuff like that. It's, it's difficult, especially because now other people too are trying to eat healthy, trying to maintain, mm-hmm. trying to try new stuff even. Mm-hmm. So it makes it difficult. But if you have more sources, it's better. If you have just one source of getting everything, it makes it, it very difficult. Because if they don't have, you don't have as well. All, yeah. yeah. So that's about it for me. So it's it's been maybe this time is good. Another time is like no, I can't. You everywhere you go, they don't have. Mm-hmm. So you have to wait, and you're also waiting. And people keep asking you that. Oh, are you going to? Do you have anything? I'm you like no. To exactly. Yeah. No, I don't have. Or maybe give me some more time. 
And sometimes when you're ready, the people are not interested or they're not ready anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they keep telling you, okay, not now, how about next weekend? You're like, okay, I got this thinking that I'll get mm-hmm. everything together by then. So it's it's on and off. Depends on the, I don't even know, the day or the time. <laughs> so it's been challenging. Yes, yes, yes. Very. How have your sales been like? Not like in a broader sense. Has it, since you started, it's been a year now. We're in May and we're recording this podcast. How have your <laughs> sales been like for this kind of thing? Thankfully, it's been increasing. Mm. Okay. It has been increasing. The first time I did a big batch, mm-hmm. it took me like three weeks to sell everything out. Mm-hmm. But now if I make one batch of granola, sometimes two weeks or a eight days, ten days, is I'm almost out. Mm-hmm. So I have to make another batch. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's been good. That's good. Yeah, it's been good. Is this like your... Like, is this your full-time thing or do you do this on the side? On the side, actually. Yeah. On really? the side, yes. <laughs> so how do you balance? Like, do you work a nine-to-five or something and do this? Or? Yes, I, I work a nine-to-five nine and then I do on this, this on the side so and on the weekends. How do you balance this? Because I know a lot of friends who do this kind of thing and it's a very difficult balancing act for them because then what they do is that if they're working, if they're doing like a nine to five, so that's their Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Going. So either then after work, they have to come back and, you know, work on their products. I have a baker friend and half the time she's always baking at night. And then weekends also, that's when you get a lot of orders. So you're baking throughout the weekend as well. So you kind of don't have time to do your own things or just go and meet somebody or something like just your own time because you're, you know, so how do you do for the, like you're doing for your work and, you know, business and money. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. How's yes, it, how do you balance that act, basically? Honestly, I don't think there's a balance. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't think there's a balance. Some days you have to do extra. Some days too, you finish within the next two hours. So then you move on to other things. Okay. So it's not a straight balance at all. Because sometimes, sometimes you are at regular work mm-hmm. and then somebody calls you and like, oh, I need this and that. So delivery is at always the day after. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then some people, if, if, if anybody calls and says, now I need this amount or this number in the next 12 hours, because it's a weekend, I can supply. Mm-hmm. But if it's weekdays, I would have to negotiate. Like for more time. Yes. Or maybe if you say, I need this at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, I can say, okay, by midday, you should have your order. That I can do. So okay. it's always a struggle, a bit of it, to get everything. You know, and a lot of times also, I know customers to... Um, they don't obviously they want the product so they don't really care about the back no 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 they no. don't care about the back end no. for them it's I called you oh my granola now <laughs> start eating healthy right now <laughs> bring that granola you know like yeah stop wasting my time no but I get it because um, that's why I think a lot of people so when they do these food businesses they put out a disclaimer that you know order day in advance exactly but the counterpoint to that also sometimes is that if I'm feeling hungry for it now it's hard for me to now plan in advance that, okay, I want to go and eat this tomorrow, so I'm going to order this from you tomorrow. Like, 
you know, those kinds of things are there. So do, have you ever had like a rush job where you're like, somebody's like, please, I need it today. My diet starts now. My dietitian is behind me. With a cane. <laughs> yeah, like my dietitian has told me, you know, it's like, you know, I need to get my, you know, like my sugar, blood sugar level down. I to, have you ever had that kind of thing or it's, you know? I have, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, I could manage that customer. Okay. I could manage that customer. And thankfully, when I said that, okay. So I had to deliver on a Sunday. Wow. Sunday morning. And there was a holiday. (laughs) No, it wasn't so much about his diet, actually. He had his girlfriend coming over. So he was about his girlfriend's diet. (laughs) Thank you. We we stand a king uh, who cares about his girlfriend's health. (laughs) Yeah, so he's like, oh, so I want to have this. She's around, and I'm like, okay. Honestly, this time you're calling, the holiday is the day after. Mm -hmm. So Sunday morning, I can make sure that he was like, oh, are you sure you can? And Honestly, he lived far away, mm-hmm. very far away. So I had to just ha- like convince him that it will show up the day after. I saw the time that I said, it was like, okay. I think he also actually knew that it would be quite impossible for me to get it mm-hmm. to him that day. Okay. Yeah, right. Because it was it was like 5 p.m. Okay, at least he's reasonable about that. Exactly. That's, so right. then that's, that's the closest I've come to that. Mm-hmm. I pray I get such people, <laughs> more such people. Um, what question do you have? Is it a business question? I guess, but you. Well. No, no, it's gonna interrupt it if you ask your question after mine. So go for it, and then I'll ask my question. More than business, I was gonna ask you that. Is it a very labor-intensive process? No, it's a business question. It is a business question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Yes. Yes. Is making granola very labor-intensive and? Do you think you'll need staff to help you along the way as well if your orders start getting big? I assume you will, but yes, like, is it difficult to make? First of all, what is the quantity batch size of? Is it one kg or is it like a tub of granola? What, how do you sell the granola? So take, take us through the process. Process exactly. Actually, the I take general us through the process. process. That was gonna be my question. <laughs> so we have sec- weirdly, <laughs> weirdly framed question. <laughs> take us through great, without great revealing. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Without <laughs> revealing too much about, you know, your processes and your secret recipes, take <laughs> us through the process of making granola very generally. Okay, so... Like from sourcing ingredients to finish. Yes, so sourcing ingredients. Thankfully now I have a lot of ingredients ready at home. Mm-hmm. So if push comes to shove, I can get everything done. So it starts... Mainly we're getting all these ingredients, like me, like I said, the, the oats mm-hmm. ready, and then you have to mix it with other things. Then oven. The key is the oven for me. Okay. Okay. Temperature is also key because the least thing you know... You'll burn it. You're burning it. <laughs> and there's nothing good about burnt <laughs> granola. Mm-hmm. So that goes into the oven. You have to time it. Or you keep checking to make sure that everything is is in place. Because sometimes if it's not sitting right in the oven, you get some some places getting ready, then some parts is not ready yet. So that's about it. And then also, most of the other, thankfully, the other ingredients are dried stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I don't have to cook it up or put it in the oven as well. So. Mm-hmm. Once that is ready, the granola is ready, as in the oatmeal is ready, any other thing can go in there. Everything being in the oven takes to, like, 
45 to an hour, mm-hmm. depending on the quantity that you put in there. So once that is done and it's crispy enough, you just leave it out there to cool and okay. you're good to go. Okay. So it's, it's simple, but then very intensive because mm-hmm. you have to be at post, mm-hmm. sort of, to make sure that everything is sitting right. So you have to keep checking on, yes, like yes. in the oven, basically. Yes. How long does it take? To get everything or just the... Like the oven part. How long does it take for it? To, like after you've mixed it and all So that? like I said, like 50 minutes to an hour. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Depending on the quantity you mm-hmm. put in the oven, like mm-hmm. the number of batches you put in the oven. So if it's a lot, then you have to keep rotating it. Like if it's a baking, you have to just shift some of the... Pieces. Lo- exactly. But if, if it's just a few, just a tree... One hour, you're you're good to go. One hour is fine mm. to get it at the the the, the exact crunchiness <laughs> that I want it to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to my other question, which I was asking is that how do you sell it? Like, and and what is the quantity that you sell it at? Okay. You sell it in a box, because I've seen like boxed granola. I've seen yes. the big Jars. jar ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So so I started with jars if i should say containers there's plastic containers but then i've moved on to the um sort of um the ziploc bags mm-hmm. yes so that's that's quite environmentally friendly, friendly right. yes so then we stand environmentally we, yes we do we, we are, are, we are, are captain planet okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. so so i moved on to that and it starts from the the smallest quantity i make is a 200 grams Okay. okay. So then it goes to three hundred. Uh, then the highest I make right now is a one kg. Yeah, okay. okay. Right. Yes. That's probably like for family yeah. or something. Or if yes. you eat daily. Yes. Granola. Interesting. Yes. That's really cool. Thank you. So where do you see your granola business in like three, five years? Presence. What? The presence like of, of healthy treats in these retail shops. Okay. That would be a plus for me. Okay. I hope I can get there earlier than the five years. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But then, mm-hmm. yes, but then in five years, it's, I think it's good. It's good because, like you're saying, a lot mm-hmm. of people are more health conscious and there are a lot of healthy foods that are coming out now more than it used to be. So then there's a bit of a competition. Mm-hmm. And so then... That's that's how much time I've given myself for now. Let's see. I feel that. Are you gonna think about making like flavored granola, like maybe chocolate covered granola? Yes, actually, I've Ooh, <laughs> I've tried okay. I've tried Listen, experimenting with that before. <laughs> I am the ideas guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So 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 currently, I have I tried that with the granola bars. Okay. So. I have I made granola bars that I put fruits in it, mm-hmm. and then I made some that I put just seeds in it, okay. and then there's another that I put nuts in it. Okay. The chocolate ones I tried I tried the regular chocolates, so the the shelf chocolates. Mm-hmm. So I tried that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It didn't turn out so great <laughs> because Maybe. I still wanted the chunks of chocolate in there. Okay. That that's for me. Okay. But then. Because but you could have worked it su- such that. So in the main granola mix, you chop in like your dark chocolate or whatever. Yes. And then you melt the shelf chocolate or you could get confectionery chocolate. Mix it in with like coconut oil or something. Sure. And then like get it to a point where it 
like drapes mm. properly because mm. if it's fluid enough it'll drape okay but it also has to be slightly tempered so that when it cools it hardens i think that's what i'm not getting right at the moment be- because it, it tasted good actually. yeah it just didn't give you the structure that you wanted that's that's okay. where my problem was okay okay no worries, I'll go back to the board. Listen. No, no, it's not breaking bad, though. No, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, you are so dramatic. So, so dramatic. They have to be breaking bad. Really. <laughs> I mean, I t- I'm just a nerd. Chocolate let's and not, granola let's not go and into the breaking bad. And it's like a chemistry right there. I, bro, what, what do I always say? <laughs> I'm a science it's geek who yeah, likes food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 but you see, that's why you come on this podcast. We give valuable advice. You don't get this anywhere. <laughs> for you, free. Mommy. <laughs> for free. Mommy with one A. Yeah, yes, mommy with one A. One a. You remember that? <laughs> yes, I will remember that. <laughs> so, so that's it. I, I, I've been, like you say, mm-hmm. experimenting mm-hmm. more now to mm-hmm. see what works and what doesn't work. Right. And, and then the shelf life right. that matters too. So right. every now and then I try to think of something i think a friend of of mine was talking about cookies mm. like um granola then i make it in cookies and i was like that would okay be very cool because all milk <laughs> cookies are very fine yes. nice. yes. I, like, I feel like as we get older oatmeal it's me it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of fire like it's actually very fire even though the the oatmeal as it is the texture is wild no, no, but right, no. Oatmeal is kind of fine. Like in, I think, these kind of forms. Like yeah, stuff, like just dried. Can... Yes. Or yeah. even slightly fine. Exactly. It could be a good porridge yeah, if it was a little yeah. finer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to try that out. <laughs> you sure? Oh, Let right. me know what happens. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> I'll send you a video. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of health, like, you know, healthy foods and treats, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned this on this podcast before. Um... I remember when I went to MaxMart mm-hmm. and, you know, I was checking out, like, the healthy section that they had. And, like, the kale chips were, like, 40 CDs or something. <laughs> and then you regular... You have said those, that before. Uh, have I said... I, I don't know. So. One I, of your podcasts. I, I definitely have on this podcast. Cause <laughs> I think we were talking about healthy food and then... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, the regular Pringles were, like, 13 CDs. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. I love of myself. Course. The junk food is always cheaper. Cheaper. And I feel like if... You know, help like any other company which is listening to this, which look wants to do healthy, you know, treats or things. You need to have a price point that also wants us to buy because not everybody can afford forty CDs for kale chips or yeah. you know some quinoa, some I don't know whatever you know people That's eat true. and things, and it's expensive. Very. Because I don't know if it's like sourcing these things are more harder or you know, like I don't know what it is that makes it so expensive. Um. But it's like anything healthy is always expensive. Even if you go to a restaurant and you look at some of the health options mm-hmm. that they have, they tend to be mm-hmm. more expensive. And I'm like, That's I don't true. see why. Because you're literally just giving us vegetables. So that's <laughs> <laughs> why you're doing this. But yeah, for you, the how is your price point? Like, I mean, we don't need the exact price, but are they like you know reasonable enough for like? Oh yeah, but who determines what's reasonable? <laughs> I. Basically, I assume when you say reasonable, it's more like if a lot more people can buy it as opposed to only a fraction of people buying it. As opposed to like somebody who, a lot more people can buy a 13 CD Pringle chips, but not a 40 CD Kilo mm-hmm. chips. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of comparison I want to make. Okay. Okay. So, pricing is key. Very. And, and 
these these ingredients don't come cheap. Exactly. And I think I experienced from the beginning. I experienced a lot of price hikes because of COVID. Mm. COVID has definitely screwed now, up the supply chain. Now things are drop. Some of the prices are dropping back to what it was before COVID. Okay. However, for me, I think I have priced my product in in the in such a way that the more you buy, the cheaper it becomes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Because I buy stuff as well, and it doesn't make sense, like you're saying. It's regular potatoes. It's mm-hmm. regular um, almond nuts. It's mm-hmm. regular hazelnuts. Mm-hmm. Why is it so expensive? Mm-hmm. You get it. And you you tell me that the, this is the is the waiting or it's it's because you're importing that is so that makes it so. But the yeah. prices don't change so much over there. For, I think sometimes because there's not a lot of places with these things, if I'm selling it, I determine the price. price. We, yeah, we play Monopoly with happens. that. Yeah. And and that, that, that is not I mean, the best. Bringing, if your eye important, it's always, it is going to be expensive. Um, mm-hmm. Even to get a little technical, like freight charges have gone up like yes. crazy. Yes. And a lot of people have been complaining about that. Oh, wow. wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, and I was saying that, you know, like freight charges have gone up. So yes. if you bring anything in a container, it's ridiculously expensive right yes. now. So now you have that happening. Um, and you see you're importing all of these things because some of these things you can't find here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on top of that now, you have to then make it into a product. And now they've started levying new charges as well. So taking all that into consideration, <laughs> add everything to the cost of the product and then sell it at a price that... People will then deem it to be reasonable. I mean, it's a very difficult act to do. And it's, you know, like, at the end of the day, if you're even selling, how much profit are you going to make out of this? Yeah. Especially when you start having overheads once you start growing. Yes. Because you're going to have your electricity. Already you have your electricity and, you know, gas. Gas. And costs. Now you're going to have to start paying for stuff and all, which, you know, becomes a problem as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah. Um, I just hope that, you know, it doesn't, you know, like affect your business too much or anybody else's business for that matter mm-hmm. whoever's coming because a lot of our guests who've come and have also kind of faced very common sort of problems in these like these kind of things you know like say the supply and one of the other biggest problems with I think people who do business who are doing it from the comforts of their home is delivery mm. have you faced problems with delivery riders or this thing mm. I'm because even mommy also does the taste box and mm-hmm. she also uses delivery riders I think yeah but my my dispatch rider is the only one I've met that has sense uh, <laughs> and you only use uh, just the one dispatch mm-hmm. rider yeah, so she's even just using oh. one she's not you know like and she doesn't so have I I like I try and make sure because like I say like I, I do how you do it your order has to be the day before like mm-hmm. you have to make an order by at least 5 p.m. the day before mm-hmm. to get the, the day order after. the next day. Exactly. Right? So I spread out my orders. <laughs> I ask my uh, customers, like, if they would prefer a date. So I try and spread it out, but still consolidate it, kind of. Mm-hmm. So if I have 10 orders, for instance, I'll do two a day, mm. all week, so that we don't have any people being stressed or, you know, Shit like that. I try at least. There have been there's been one like mishap, but mm-hmm. so far it's been smooth sailing. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. 
What about you? Have you faced this issue? And everybody has faced delivery problems. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've had um, our good friend come on the podcast, Chef Keeks, who's complained about it before. A um, lot of people who have been on this podcast. <laughs> I, Chef, he was one of the like early this thing, the names that are just popped up. Mm. But Honestly. have you faced problems with delivery riders and, and their ilk? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yes. What is the worst experience you've had with the delivery rider? Like in, like, or in terms of getting into your customer? Time. Time is always a problem. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the worst I've had so far. That's the worst I've had so far. And I, I, so I don't have, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have one delivery people mm-hmm. because every now and then somebody comes up and says, oh, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Oh, I'm, I'm, is it okay? And now we have to negotiate with you and then go face the customer and it's bad. So, I wish I I had that. I think I, I'm I'm contemplating getting my own dispatch. That too is a problem because it's an at, expense. Yes, it's an expense, and at some point in time, they are not dependable, mm-hmm. even though they are yours. Because they'll be getting people to oh, can you let your dispatch guy do this for me? Can I get a dispatch? And then you're like okay. Then when you need the person, they are not available. So yes, I have. The worst is the time. I haven't had a really, really bad experience, but I've had one of my dispatch company telling me about a bad experience. The 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 rider actually took his motorbike away. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> yes. So then Damn. it makes it... And he had had an accident, so he couldn't deliver. So he asked that somebody came and like, oh, I... I, I okay, and he actually put it on social media that he needed riders. And this grown person comes and says, I can do this delivery for you. He gives the items and the motorbike. Because he was indisposed, he did that. And then the man has never come to date. Wow. To date. I don't know if tomorrow he's going to show up. (laughs) I doubt it. I doubt it. If you have to show up, you'll show up by now. Yes. But you see, this is a larger problem in the sense that dispatch riders can actually ruin your business. Without you you knowing about it because person has a bad experience with the delivery rider. And the thing most times with these things also is that it's like the responsibility lies with you, you. the person yeah. supplying it. Exactly. So if you have recommended this delivery driver. So I know one, again, another friend who also does like, you know, she bakes stuff. She always just, just uses Uber. Mm. So she gives you two options. Either you can come to their end and pick it up. Otherwise, they'll send it by Uber and... Which That's is, it. Because at the end of the day also, she's baking a cake. So, you know, at least if you get a dispatch rider, by the time it comes, half of oh. it is destroyed. You can imagine, right? <laughs> and a lot of people have faced problems with this. But do you have a company that you use or like you just find numbers and then use them? Mm, so, I have one company okay. and another of a, a friend who bought a ride, a bike, sorry, and then said that, okay, now I'm, I have a bike. I intend in, in increasing the number of bags so you can oh, use cool. this rider anytime. So that 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 helps. So like I said, I, I'm hoping some someday I can... Get your own display. Exactly. I mean, that is also an added cost because you have to buy a bike. You have yes. to pay somebody else for that. And at the same time, you have to make sure the person doesn't take your bike and go oh, away. Oh, dear. Because that has happened to somebody else that yes, I know. Like, yes, yes, They had their dispatch riders and then he just took the bike. Yeah. And they eventually found it. But you see... You don't need all, 
all this stress <laughs> when you're already trying to make money yes. and sell your products. Yes. So you don't need these problems, right? True. Yeah, so, Very true. I mean, yeah. But this is Accra. <laughs> yeah, Accra we did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks to Accra Vide, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Accra Vide. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I feel like we've... Exhausted the granola. Yes. <laughs> by the way, you should send a sample. I'm joking. No, no, I it's, should have brought a sample, but... It's fine. Ignore him. Is there anything that you... I'm trying to be healthy here, okay? <laughs> I'm just joking. Don't <laughs> With the jollof on your shirt. <laughs> I'm yeah. only here for the jollof. I should and put granola as well. Right, right, right. What, is there anything you would like to tell? Tell us, yeah. Like, how, like our we, how can we, you know, like, what's your page called? How do we mm-hmm. um, order it? Plug from yourself. You? Oh. Give us a, a bit about yourself. Like, I've been your company. Sorry. Sure. So, it's healthy treats, mm-hmm. granola, mm-hmm. both on. IG and Facebook. Okay. okay. And, and Twitter. Yes. And Twitter as well. And that's that's about it. With social media engagement, like I said, that's that's basically what I do now mm-hmm. just to get customers. And you get feedback. The contact number is there. Mm-hmm. It's um zero five zero one four five two two nine six. That's right. about it. So every now and then even on WhatsApp too. Mm-hmm. The number is also on WhatsApp. So, so you can just message them then. Yes. It's n- there's nothing to hide. Out. Yes, healthy treats, GH. There's nothing to hide. So if you ask for my your catalog or your price list, I just send it to you. Which is good because you know, you know, <laughs> no, no, which, because people complain when you're like DM me for prices and no, you're like, why are you trying to hide? Yes, know, yes. Because then <laughs> yes. people make a decision on the spot when yeah. they see it. As if opposed I see to it now, and I know how it, how much it costs. Yes. I, Cool. Yeah. Now before I went to DM you, no. then you're going to and ask me. you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. t- most of the time, I don't know if it's just you, but you DM, but then it takes a long time before yeah, they come it's back. It's like and they're going to now calculate how much it actually costs. <laughs> yeah, uh. and that's not good business. I then because a lot of no. people now get um, you know, they get agitated, but not irritated by this. Now, why am I DMing you? A business, because if I go to the Nike store, they don't say DM us. No, the price is right there yeah. on the wall. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. This is what you want. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Can you afford it? Just pay up, Finish. and they give you their payment models too. Then as well, yeah, you know, you've got your Express Pay, etc., etc. Whatever exactly. like payments. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. So that's about it for healthy cheats. Right. Okay. This was really um, eye-opening. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's very cool that um, we have people also doing these kind of things like slowly. And I hope you can inspire people around you I to also start so. their versions of yeah, you know, healthy treats, right. etc. You know, healthy so. you know, al- alternatives. So. And it's good to have a uh, local option as well mm-hmm. as opposed to buying it from outside. Because mm-hmm. yeah. mommy and I are very fiercely, you know, like buying Ghana kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Support always, made in Ghana always support goods. Ghana always. Goods, always. So, yeah. Thank you thank so you. much for coming. Thank on. you so much for coming, thank and you thank you so much for messaging us. And you know, yeah. like, um, thank you. Our thank future you. guests, you can also take <laughs> follow the initiative. Yeah. For example, is that just, easy? It's tell just them. DM us. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself and your business, and we're always open because the podcast also helps. You know, it helps you and it helps us. So mm. you know, like yeah. So yeah, Sukasa Mikasa Mikasa Sukasa, and yes, uh, guys, sponsor us. So we need money. <laughs> 
Mommy and I want to go to Dubai, so sponsor. No, I do not want to go to Dubai. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bali? No. Mykonos? Where? Maybe the Maldives. Yeah, Maldives. Yeah. Everybody's going to the Maldives. Oh, so oh. I want to go to Positano. Okay, oh, so oh, guys, man. you've heard it, so we don't mind. If you get 50 CDs, you have to get to a good cause because your favorite podcast will take 15 years. Oh, no, no, no. Like if 1,000 people get 50 CDs, we have 50,000 CDs up ahead. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Do we know a thousand people? Oh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll so help us all. See, go your favorite podcasters want to enjoy. Okay. We love so, to yeah. see it. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for me. It was really good. It was really eye opening. What so were now, you today? I was the beef fillet from Tortuga Island because it's so like soft and. Mm, we should go and try it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and what was I? You. Oh, shit. What were you? <laughs> uh-huh. Something to do with chicken. Was it? Oh my god. Damn. Wow. Guys, yes, refer to the front of the <laughs> of the oh, episode. I really do not <laughs> I really don't yeah. remember what I am. But anyways, thank you guys for listening to What's Your Flavor. Um, we'll be putting out more episodes. Yes, we'll be more now. consistent. We've been actively finding guests, though they've been browning us. You know who you are. You know who you are. You you guess. You know who I've asked you. But we'll get you on board, don't worry. Thank you so much. All right. All right.